positioning yourself as an expert in the field is uh, really, really important. And so the more credibility you build uh, in different way, the more you establish as expert in the, in the market. Welcome to the Marketing Expedition Podcast, an auditory journey through the latest in marketing, branding, and advertising. Now, here's your Marketing Expedition Guide, Ray Allen. On this week's episode of the Marketing Expedition Podcast, I get to speak with Diliana Meleva, and she's an international speaker, author, sleep and menopause specialist. She is known as an expert in relaxation and holistic approaches to your health and wellness. She is the founder and CEO of the Menopause Support Academy and Menopause Made Easy Podcast. Diliana is dedicated to helping women in midlife to thrive and find their power during the transition period of menopause. Her mission is for women to feel safe, to fully express themselves and take care of themselves to live a life from their power, passion, and purpose. Diliana is on a mission to give women the natural path to thriving by reducing the impact of premenopause and menopause on the body, mind, and spirit. We're going to talk about menopause and marketing, and it's going to be a fun adventure. So stay tuned for that. Now it's time for your marketing essentials moments, the basics that you need to help you continue to build your brand and your bottom line. In this week's topic, we are going to talk about how to build your online reputation and your online presence and continuing to build that positive reputation and manage that as best as you can and understand if your web presence is really telling the story of what you want it to be when people search for you. So a good online reputation has the absence of harmful content or negative content and an abundance of really positive press or positive posts and blog posts and information about your brand that you want to have a good reputation for its name and its its existence, right? So thinking about how you can continuously push out the good positive content, especially if you're battling some negative press or some negative things that maybe uh, has surrounded your brand in some way. But the more you can push positive posts and positive press and content around your brand, the better off you're going to be because we want to populate the web with your expertise, your achievements, your awards, your um, all the things that can help protect your reputation from future harm or any harm that had been maybe done in the past that we can push down in the rankings and results when people search for you, your name, your industry, the keywords that you might be tracking or should be tracking. And let's just continue to put you out there in a positive light. Uh, and if there is something negative, then maybe it's just addressing it in a way that can explain or showcase without going too far into the weeds of it, just being able to push it out there with positivity and then move on from that, right? So some of the tools that you can use, like I said, was the blog, the articles, press releases that other reporters can pick up about you, getting interviews set and boosting all of those online tools that can help with those links and linking out to them from your website, having those link backs, of course, is always link building is always a good idea and continuing to boost that visibility to showcase your best qualities of your brand. And of course, then when you are getting all of that published and you can optimize your search engine optimization by using all the positive press about you and looking at those keywords that people are continuously searching for you. There's lots of tools out there that can 
consistently monitor those keywords, what people are using to get to your name or to your brand or to your website, and looking at the, the words that you want to continuously incorporate into your blog posts, or if you have testimonial videos or testimonial quotes, uh, quote cards, those types of things where you have good positive reviews and people saying wonderful things about you. That's what you want to continue to build, ratings and rankings, reviews, recommendations, and of course, referrals. And then, of course, utilizing your social media and continuing to maintain and optimize social media to then help continue to build your online reputation and optimizing what you have and then continuously sharing the good, positive things that are about you, about you that are continuously out there, right? And then scheduling these positive posts and automating that social media process and then boosting that visibility by promoting those posts or promoting that content that of course is getting a, a wider audience by posting it out there and boosting it or sponsoring the posts or sponsoring the article or driving website traffic to an article that you've posted on your site uh, or on LinkedIn or any of those other places that you can get that information out there that makes you the authority that makes you you know have that all of that positivity going on and then like I said keyword monitoring and understanding all of those keywords that people are using how they get to you and the traffic that they're getting, all the hashtags that you can use, then people will search for those hashtags in the different social media platforms and then they will follow those hashtags. And so if you're using those hashtags in your posts, then your feed's gonna come up with those people who've searched for those and um, continuously search from them. So, uh, and just monitoring any negative content that might be out there, um, understanding where it's coming from. You might be able to mitigate some of it or resolve some of it. Um, if you get a bad online review, being able to respond to it in a way that shares that you, or shows that you care and, you know, being able to respond and asking the person who may be upset about you or your product or your service or your brand, if you can talk, have a conversation with them offline and, you know, provide a way for them to communicate with you that can help be helpful. And then maybe they might even take the review off if you can work with them on it and find a solution or a resolution. But definitely responding to the negativity will help look and make you look good in a good way if you respond in a positive way with a solution or at least an offer to come up with a solution to an issue that might have bubbled up. You just never know. Sometimes there are things that do happen. We're in business. We're human. Sometimes things can occur, but what can you do to help mitigate it and optimize all the positivity. So with that said, continue doing what you're doing. You're doing great. Continue to plan out your, your content, what you're going to schedule, how you're going to get out there. And of course, if you ever need any help with this, with online reputation management or review, uh, we can we can track the reviews. We can look at all the things that are going on and help you with that. If you are interested, just always feel free to get a hold of us at Peppershock. But until next time, we will get into this interview and uh, go from there. Welcome to the Marketing Expedition Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Allen. I'm the president and uh, co-founder of Pepper Shock Media and the founder of the Marketing Expedition Community. And today we have with us, Deliana. Welcome to the show. Uh, thank you for having me today. 
Yes. And today's topic is going to be an interesting one because you talk about menopause and we're going to talk about menopause and marketing and we're going to figure out how to tie all this together. But you uh, came recommended from a friend of mine, a dear friend of mine, Jill Lublin, and I know you've gone through her PR training courses. And so I just wanted to, uh, yeah, take this opportunity to share a little bit about you and what you do and then all the fun things that you've been doing to help promote your business too. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So let's get started. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about you and kind of the history and, and um, you know, how you got to where you are now. Uh, so I'm a CEO and founder of Menopause Support Academy. Uh, this is a safe place where I host all my coaching program and um, uh, online courses, uh, workshops. Uh, I'm also a host of Menopause Made Easy podcast. And I coming from a yoga background, but I changed many careers. I, I, before that, I was in a corporate world. When I started building my uh, yoga business, I was still in a part-time uh, day job also. Uh, and then pandemic hit and I, need, I, I felt the um, need that I need to pivot. And I have this inside call uh, to start uh, specialize in helping women after 40, uh, going through perimenopause and menopause, just in the beginning was idea to help them with yoga. Then uh, it's become, uh, begin, begin to extend. And I could um, also relaxation techniques of breathing, uh, also uh, uh, healthy habits, uh, uh, and also uh, create this healthy routine that can, can help women uh, to sleep better. Uh, feel good about themselves, uh, connect to their body and mind in a better way, in a natural way, so they can heal uh, the symptoms in a natural way. That was my uh, idea. And then I, it's the idea start to, to grow and I cre create a movement and then I'm speaking on the topic and yeah, I'm passionate. Yeah, no, that's great. And a lot of people shy away from talking about menopause, <laughs> probably me included. I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to think about it. But, you know, every woman has to go through it at some point. And not only that, their spouse or their partner or their person, you know, near and dear to them also goes through it with them, right? So <laughs> it's definitely something that is needed to, to be known more about. And so, I mean, we're going to talk about marketing and how you, you have been able to create the movement too, but maybe share just a little bit more on, you know, what you, when you talk um, with your podcast, when you speak to groups of people or when you work with women, what are some of the things, like, what are some of the tips and, and things that you, you share with them that are, you think could be quite helpful? Because I know even marketers, you know, they have to go through menopause too if they're women. So <laughs> tell oh, me more, tell me more. Yeah, the, uh, that's the natural part of the woman's life. It's a chapter. It's not the end of the world. It's uh, so, something that is very individual for many women. Uh, it can vary from very mild symptoms to very severe. It's something that needs to be uh, spoken wildly and uh, more so that the women are prepared more. Because we are prepared for the uh, puberty, we are prepared for pregnancy, but we are not so much prepared when the, uh, the end of the reproductive years uh, came. And many women come that this end of the, their life, which is, I'm here to tell you that it's not the end, it's the beginning. 
it's a powerful moment that it uh, can be used for self-growth and development and uh, even uh, self-development in uh, and many women in this period of time decide to change their careers uh, find their hobbies and uh, turn their passion in uh, in purpose what was my case exactly in the early 40s i find my passion it turned in career and in purpose so uh, it's a very common thing that uh, women decide to change uh, something in their life. It's very often is the, their uh, professional path and career. Well, you know, men get the, the whole midlife crisis thing. You know, they go buy a new fancy sports car. They change things different, in a different way. But women, you know, we go through midlife. It's, it's a whole other story, isn't it? Yes, that's, that's true. It's a roller coaster. It's more emotional uh, and not so much physical. There's a lot of physical aspect, but for many women, really, the mental and emotional aspect is huge. That can affect their business, their career, their relationship. And it can and also kind of from a marketing perspective in, impact their buying patterns and behaviors. And, you know, if they become empty nesters or they, you know, need to invest in things or, you know, there's just different ways for them to go about making decisions when they want to purchase things now. Is that true? Yeah, the priority change. Um, yeah, that, that's the moment that women decide to just prioritize a little bit more themselves. It is actually... I encourage uh, my clients and when I speak and educate to really take a look on that, to start prioritizing yourself, to take this me time, self-care as much as possible so that you can operate in a, in a better space. Let's talk a little bit more about self-care because I feel like we all, a lot of us busy, you know, working professionals, we don't do enough of it. So give me some examples of what, what people can do who are, you know, have a busy lifestyle, what are some things that they could do to make sure that they in incorporate self-care in their, in their lives? So I think this word is overused. And um, for many people, the, the meaning, is, meaning of self-care is different. Uh, so for me, it's find the real, the, the balance. By finding the balance between work and life, you can find the balance inside and the harmony inside. Because I believe when the woman is in harmony, all world around her is in harmony. Uh, so that's the, the main thing, find the balance. And how you find the balance is that really need to make this boundary. Be clear what is your need. Talk more about your uh, with in, in your home with your loved ones, what you need. Uh, if you need more space, uh, create this space. If you need a little bit more um, kind of discharge of responsibility, delegate as much as you can. Uh, and uh, really focus a little bit more in the fun things of life, like uh, what make you really feel good. Uh, even talk just with friends, with somebody who understand you, going in the nature, be with the animals, whatever feel make you feel good and make you feel yourself again. It's something that you need to prioritize and that can help find this balance. Well, you know, in marketing, we often say we need to empathize with our target audience. We need to step into their shoes a moment think like them, act like them, be them for a little bit, just kind of get into their psyche, what they would do, what they would resonate with most. Let's do that for a second. Let's step into somebody who's becoming premenopausal, like other people, what can they, what are some of the signs that they could maybe see or, uh, you know, just so that they can empathize with them and what they're going through? What, what are some signs? What are some things that other people need to be aware of that could be helpful uh, when they are empathizing with somebody who is about to go through all of this? 
Um, if sudden change in the mood, if you won't know the person and then st- suddenly it's, uh, the mood starts to change often, like from very, very high to very, very low, from very happy to very sad, uh, and depression, anxiety come to become a little bit more often. Uh, that's maybe some of the, the, the change that begin to, to happen in there and because of the hormonal changes. So, uh, changing the mood, uh, a lot of Tiredness, I mean, um, much more than usual. Uh, you feel tired from the morning away through, during the day. In the evening, you cannot sleep. If you start uh, experiencing uh, interrupted sleep and not enough sleep, um, you cannot fall asleep easily. Um, and you're ir- irritable more often because of that. You cannot focus. You can you forget a lot uh, more than usual. That's the, some of the signs that that the, probably hormonal changes begin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, those are good things to pay attention to so that you can, you know, work with them and be able to, you know, give that empathy when they need it from you. If their mood is changing and it's, you know, they're maybe quick to judge a little more or they're, you know, a little more snappy or, <laughs> you know, things like that that could potentially arise. But um, I think it's good to make that where people are aware of it because there's uh, oftentimes, you know, people aren't always aware or astute to what's happening to someone. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. When the some reaction is or uh, you f- sense or feel that is probably is overreacting, that means that maybe that is not the usual reaction of the person. And maybe it's not the fault of the person. Maybe something else going on. Right. Yeah. Well, it's good to pay attention to. And now a message about one of our sponsors, Nadine West, which is awesome, affordable outfits that are delivered to your doorstep each month or however often you want it delivered. And each month features surprising new outfits that consist of items perfectly styled just for you. And you only keep what you love and then send the rest back free of charge. I absolutely love it. The things that they send me, I often keep more than not. And so for our listeners, if you sign up today using my link, you'll get $10 credit and free shipping on your first order. So go to peppershock.com slash offers and sign up for Nadine West and get your $10 credit. I know you're going to love what Nadine West sends to you. I even get a personal message from her asking how everything's going. Anyway, so go to peppershock.com slash offers and sign up for Nadine West. Okay, let's talk a little bit more about how you promote your business and the things that you've done with Jill and in, in kind of creating the publicity and, um, you know, building this movement that you've created so that people do talk about it and feel like they can talk about it more. Just kind of dig in a little bit. What have you been doing to help create this wonderful movement that you are doing for women and, and for men to know and recognize and understand too? A marketing perspective, a marketing point of view, uh, positioning yourself as an expert in the field is uh, really, really important. And so the more credibility you build uh, in different ways, the more you establish as expert in the, in the market. So I wrote different articles in li- for the LinkedIn. I started using uh, personal branding for uh, my speaking um, and also launching my podcast. I think using the podcast as a media is is a huge uh, to bring awareness and to build my brand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you speak um, and you you know t- talk to a whole audience, what are some of the steps that you go through? 
um, maybe leading up to your talk? And then what do you do during and after to help continue to build your personal brand? Uh, you mean how I invite them to my talk or how I... Uh... Yeah, just walk me kind of through your process. Yeah. Yeah. So I have, uh, I, I post a lot in the Facebook. I have a Facebook group specifically for um, perimenopause and menopause. I invite different experts uh, to speak on the topic. Uh, so I um, also have a workshops and masterclasses on the topic and I participate in collaboration in other people. I myself, I'm a host of, uh, not host, a guest of other podcasts speaking on the topic. And uh, then uh, I, I use a lot of also summit, um, I give giveaway where I accumulate my, um, I use my lead magnet for uh, grow my audience. And from there, I just nurture them, invite in my space. And if you had uh, some advice to give to others that are wanting to continuously build their brand and, and kind of create a movement for themselves, whatever the topic might be, what advice would you give to them? So get indexed in the Google. So whatever people uh, Google it, your name, uh, your pictures show up a full, uh, full cart. I mean, no, uh, no other interfering with other people uh, in your images. So that means you have uh, two, three roles only with your picture speaking about your, um, what your speciality is. Uh, so Google business, being the Google business, you use business alerted with keywords. It's a good one. Uh, and also, um, yeah, um, have this um, speaking. Yeah, definitely when I'm in a host, so I host the, the, my podcast. Uh, and when I'm a guest, that show up in, um, in uh, Google when they Google my name. That means I have some kind of expertise on the topic and they can relay on me as an expert. Right. And if you, if you could look back and know something that you know now that you wish you would have known before you got started, what would it be? Uh, probably, yeah, bring, uh, the, to build brand, brand awareness is the, the things that it's important and to, to take a time to build this awareness and brand awareness and then uh, before you start selling, because sometimes you're um, in a hurry to start selling and it's take time people to know you, to rely on you, to trust you. So take time to, to, to build this trust and report with people first. So where do you want to see yourself with this movement within the next, I don't know, six months, year, five years from now? What do you hope to achieve or make happen? I really love my podcast to be in one uh, Ten, the top 10 of more listened podcasts. And I would like to speak more uh, around the world so that I reach much more people. Uh, and I would like to launch my book. I would, would like to publish my book. Ah, so you, are you working on a book right now? I have the idea to um, invite all my guests to in a collaboration book, uh, but I'm not starting yet uh, gather all the, of them in start working on the project, but it's my project. Yeah, no, I think having a book definitely helps elevate your authority and your, you know, speaking capabilities and you can sell the book when you speak or, you know, put it on Amazon and get it sold too. That's really a, a great tactic for sure. 
who, who would you say have been some of your helpers or mentors or people along the way, uh, maybe some resources or, or people that have helped you get to where you think, you, you know, like where you are now? Uh, insp- inspiration I get from uh, Brandon Bouchard, Tony Robbins, uh, Rene, Rene Brown. But for speaking of coach coaching, uh, it's Jill um, Lublin, definitely. Uh Eric Loveholm, uh, Karen McGregor, um, Megan Fettes, um, and so much more. So you agree then that having mentors and coaches and people helping you along the way is is really important, right? Yes, I agree that you need to have a coach. You need somebody who has more experience to guide you through the process. Okay. Um, let's see. What uh, What's one thing that you, um, let's see, if you could step into my shoes for a second, what would be one thing that I haven't asked you yet that you would want me to ask you? <laughs> uh, in uh, terms of marketing, of uh, marketing perspective or? Or anything that comes to mind. What's something that you can share that I didn't ask you about yet? Yeah. Um, I think... The, if you have to choose one thing that is uh, important for me for marketing, is uh, I I can suggest that you focus in one marketing strategy, one platform, and one uh, one uh, one product for one year. Hmm, very good. What do you think the biggest challenge has been for you so far, and how do you think you can overcome it? Uh, really create the build this trust that people really uh, trust me and buy from me. Uh, so uh, uh, to get the clients, uh, lead generation and all this, it was challenging for me. Uh, it's still challenging, but I'm using different tactics and strategy. But it was really in the beginning, um, make people believe that what I'm delivering is that can help them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how do you continue to learn and, you know, continue to stay on top of your marketing and learn new trends and new things now? What, what resources do you tap into to help you continue to grow your brand? Definitely EI now is very, very, very in fashion. Everybody use EI. Everybody relay on that. I can say that EI changed my, really my wife. It's helped me a lot in terms of um, make the things more fast and help me with the framework with, uh, if I want to create the program, if I can want to create the articles, or even I want to uh, wrote the book. It's not that they, I make it for me, but it's really helpful to with suggestions and uh, framework. It's really, really useful too. Very nice. And what's uh, maybe some of your most favorite accomplishments that you've done so far to date? Well, maybe uh, once my podcast was one of my biggest accomplishments up to now. And uh, keep um, keep working with uh, uh, amazing people because of that and meeting amazing people because of that. Uh, it was my maybe biggest ach- achievement up to now. Yeah. And what is your podcast? My The name of the podcast in Menopause, Made Easy. And you can um, listen in major platforms as Spotify, Apple, Podbean, uh, eHeart, and uh, I think uh, Google. Uh, most of the famous uh, platform you can find it. Right. Good. And how else can people reach out to you if they want to learn from you or you know get your advice on what they're going through? How can they 
get a hold of you? Uh, definitely through my website, menopausesupportacademy.com. Uh, they can find uh, how to connect with me there. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn and all social media, but uh, for sure through website, menopausesupportacademy.com. Well, excellent. Thank you for sharing all of this. Uh, is there anything else that you'd like to share with our audience today? No, just uh, they can have uh, my free gift also from my website, uh, which is um, how to alleviate 21 symptoms with three easy steps. So they can find it in menopausesupportacademy.com forward slash relief. And that was, what was the title? How to do what? Uh, three easy steps to alleviate 21 symptoms of menopause. Good. I will definitely have to uh, take a look at that for yeah. sure, Diana. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think if there's anything that anyone would like to reach out to her, please do. And it's a, it sounds like a really good free gift. <laughs> yeah, it's easy to start uh -huh. to implement that right away. Very nice. And with that, thank you again. And for those of you listening, the best thing that you can do is share this with others that you know that need to hear what she had to say today and give us a review. Those are always like gold for podcasters, aren't they? Right. <laughs> yep, it helps us both for sure. And yeah, until next time, everyone, enjoy your marketing journey. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Expedition Podcast. Want to continue the journey? Don't miss out on new episodes. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wouldn't it be great if there was one place you can go to get all the latest information and tips about marketing and advertising? The Marketing Expedition community is that place. People like you gather in our online community to build relationships with others and find the latest marketing trends, tactics, tools, and technology. We help you build your brand and your bottom line. Start your adventure today. Visit themarketingexpedition.com to find out more.